episode of the Off the Glass podcast presented by Griffcast. My name is Nolan Hopkins. I'm here in studio with Sean Kennelly, Curtis Petschke, and Drew Laro. Today, we're going to be talking about the biggest storylines from around the NBA for the first few weeks of the season. We're getting into the impact that the younger players have had on the court, and we'll give you guys our game picks of the week. So, for the Off the Glass podcast, let's go. Back guys, how's everybody Howdy. doing? Thanks for having me today. Yes, doing uh, pretty well. Yeah, new segment on podcast. Um, before we get into any basketball, we have to make sure everyone's having a good day. Um, thank you for asking. Yeah. Good morning, say it back. We are we are all appreciated. <laughs> we, we, we are all appreciated, um, and we respect everybody here. So, how are you guys doing today? I, I am doing pretty well. Can't doing complain. Good. Curtis, you. Um, I don't care. All right, in your basketball now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, Chris. I love you. All right, okay. So it's been a pretty wild first few weeks of the NBA season to this point. Um, a lot of stuff on the court, off the court. Um, what's kind of been your guys' favorite things that have happened um, in any capacity so far this year during the season? Somebody go. Drew. Drew. All right. Well, my my favorite so far is just seeing how fast uh, players like Luka Doncic and Trey Young have <laughs> have developed <laughs> so far. I think I think it's really good for the game. I just think that <laughs> we we're seeing a whole new generation of really talented players that they're they're getting better faster. That's my favorite storyline so far. Yeah, how old? How aren't they both like twenty one? I forget how old they are. I'll look it's, it up. It's also I crazy though. They, believe, they were both in... I believe Luca is not twenty one yet. Trey Young is twenty one. There you go. It's also crazy. Actually, Luca might be twenty one. Well, he's from Europe, so he's you have 20. to add like he's five 20, years yeah. to it or something like that. <laughs> he's twenty. The time oh, zone. Oh, Luca's di- twenty. It's the time, yeah. zone, the time di- zone. The time zone difference. <laughs> oh, and yeah. All that stuff. yeah. Yeah. It's also a crazy thing on draft night that the, those guys were both traded for each other to the other teams. Yeah. 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 Fun fact. That seems like a win-win trade. Yeah, seriously. I, how you look I, at I, it. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that, 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 that is pretty crazy to think about, that these guys could very – they were literally drafted on the other team. Yeah. Like, who knows whether it would be right now if Trey Young stayed in Dallas or if Lucas stayed in Atlanta. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Although they seem I, – I don't see – if you, I, I don't see them fitting as well right now. If you, uh, like swap their teams, so I think, I think it's a win-win trade. All right, Curtis, what's your favorite storyline so far? Favorite storyline, ten games into the year, and this guy's out for the next ten now. Dion Waiters went through a little bit of a moment on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> um, F in the chat. Yeah, Dion. a little panic attack, or he got a little bit lost in the sauce with an edible. And he was, he was feeling the weed. Well, he was I read he had he had an allergic reaction to the edible. Still then that's why <laughs> that's why he had to have medical treatment that's when they just, got off the plane. It's just crazy though. I think one of the most interesting parts about this is how Miami has kind of kept everything under wraps, kept it quiet because nobody really knows the exact details, and um, they really never like directly addressed this. So it should be kind of interesting to see how they go um, from here with it. Yeah, it, um, 
Could the, what, could the waiters they, get suspended? No, they handed him a ten yeah, game suspension. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, I didn't know. That's but yeah. that that I think that was from the the Heat suspended them. I think that was smart before they let the NBA get in there because if there's you know if there's there's uh, weed use, then they might they might crank up that suspension if it's for, coming oh. from the league. Okay, I guess and else also weird. Or oh, not good for Deion Waiters though. Um, the Heat also suspended him for the season opener last month because of conduct detrimental to the team. Because uh, he expressed frustration on social media about his role in the team, and so he also missed time during the preseason. And now he's gonna miss ten more games right now, which means he is has the opportunity to lose one point two million dollars from a contract bonus wow. because of because he's missed these games so far. Because he would need you need to play you need to play in Miami's seventy of the next seventy three games to claim the bonus still, which is gonna be tough if he he's got to play everyone he's got to play at least seventy of them. Because he's I, I think wasn't that wasn't that first suspension because he failed his physical? I th- I thought I read that somewhere. Yeah, it's on here. It says that he was and maybe because during the preseason. Personal, yeah. A person. It just had personal reasons, but it might be also why. But it I, says this. One it might be a part of it, but yeah. The home opener all was because of the uh, frustration on social media. It said about his role in the team. Oh, I think Dion's just gonna get got to get his stuff together because Miami is not hurting for wing players right now. They've got they got Jimmy Butler, they got Winslow, they got Hero, they got what's his name Duncan Robinson. He's been playing pretty well. It, it, it makes it makes me think Kendrick you know Nunn. how long Dion Waiters has been taking edibles for during the season because if you remember a couple years ago he thought he was better than Kyrie Irving. <laughs> um, uh, uh, when they were both back in Cleveland, uh, Kyrie also thought the Earth is flat. So how many edibles do you need? Oh, yeah, don't yeah. don't do drugs, kids. I think I, don't well, think I think have I, a pretty good I think what we're for either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think what we're hearing is that uh, LeBron James is the supplier. Um, Whoa! Somehow Miami. He he. Still I was gonna say con- Miami. He's still, he still got, still got he's got ties. And, and oh be my it. Gosh. Yeah, and Are we be, on to something? Playing for the NBA is just a front for a massive weed operation. You should hear the words like. FBI. FBI That's <laughs> right, right. not the good effect I right. wanted it to be. But here on the podcast, we only ask the most important questions. Who yeah. do you guys think gave it to him? Ooh. Mm. Eric Spolstra. Not nah, Kevin Love. Yeah. Kevin Love. Oh, wait. No, uh, Dion. Like, this I'm, year. I'm this sorry. Year. I forgot he's on the heat now. <laughs> I was thinking of the Cavs. Uh, on the, who were on the Kevin heat? Love <laughs> <would> <laughs> Kevin how, Love would never. How dare you throw Kevin Love? Kevin Love would be the one that's the worst guess. Kevin no, have, you ever seen the, have you ever seen the clip? <laughs> it's like Kevin Love and Kyrie celebrating after, after like a timeout or something, and they do like a yeah. They, they well, both, no. It, the, the, the thing is, they're like shaving their mustache, or they're shaving. It's like a like they're like that. Are you sure? Yeah, I I promise. Cause dude, because that, that was like a big thing. It looked like they were could, no. It could, looked like they were trying to like. It was like a joint or something. No, but but because that was a big because when that happened, there was a lot of backlash and like, no, dude, we were just like shaving our beards. Like that's like their their handshake. Oh. All right, but I found I found it. Kevin a, loves a huge dare. All right, well, guy in the heat, I'm saying James Johnson. Give yeah, so I, I, I found a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was po- power ranking the heat players most likely to give waiters the gummies. Wait, that was actually a thing? That's, there's actually yeah. an article? For oh, <laughs> no, no it, was just, it was just a tweet. But oh. some random dude named Crawford Ritchie. I don't know. But all right, one, Kelly Olenek. Oh. Two, James Johnson. Three, <laughs> Jimmy Butler. No way. No. Jimmy's, no way. Damn. <laughs> I bet you Jimmy Butler saw that and now is already requesting a trade from Miami. Yeah. yeah, I bet he. Like, no I bet Jimmy here. Butler turned him in. Yeah, literally. Yeah, <laughs> there's no trust. Derek Jones Jr. four, five Justice Winslow, six Tyler Hero, seven Kendrick Nunn, eight Myers Leonard, nine Bam Adebayo, ten Duncan Robinson, eleven Udonis Haslam, twelve Goran Dragic. 
Yeah, I don't. I'm saying Birdman Dragic comes. Is definitely Birdman I think came back I think Udonis. Him. I think Udonis is too low. I think Udonis has him. He's like 70. He doesn't play anymore. He probably. Hey, he I had a good guess. Yeah. James John. He has James Johnson at two. So. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Hmm. I don't know. Well, Interesting. Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, especially if you're a professional athlete on your flight home. Uh, yeah, where you literally get paid to shoot a ball in a hoop. Yeah. You can. I. I think you can find other things to do than that. <laughs> oh, Dion. All right. Next up, Sean. What's your story? Um, I would say one of the more interesting things that I've found about this year. I'm. I mean, I'm hearing a little bit of reports about um, that Demar Derozan might be possibly moved again already which is kind of bizarre because I feel like that Spurs organization outside of the whole Kawhi thing has been pretty good with retaining players, and I always saw DeMar DeRozan as a perfect fit under Greg Popovich. He's one of those guys who just does, you know, what you say, doesn't get in any any uh, off-the-court trouble. So that is already pretty interesting since it's so early in the season. Um, but I don't know. I That's kind of interesting to me that, there's already talk about DeMar DeRozan being moved from San Antonio. Hmm. Yeah, he, he DeMar, seemed... I hear it. DeMar, I hate it. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh, my I God. I love that. Okay, sorry. It's hilarious. But, no, <laughs> he seemed to, like, morph his game to fit, you know, Pop's system uh, last year. With You know, he, I think he had his most career assists by far last year. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe he's just not happy with the team. I mean, I still think he's – an elite tier player, I think yeah. he he's a gr- fits he's... well there. But I can't imagine where he would go or who would be willing to give up uh, some of their pieces. Like this report um, says that the Magic have expressed interest in him, and I'm not exactly sure what pieces the Magic feel yeah. they have that they could acquire. That Demar would be Rosen. I I the only I I feel like he would be I would love to see him there because the Magic definitely could use wing players, but. I don't know who they give. I, they might have to give up, like, Jonathan Isaac and, like, a, a pick or two. Yeah, I mean, the Magic could definitely use them because right now the Magic actually sit. Um, they need offense. Yeah, at the, they're averaging the least amount of points per game in the entire NBA at yeah. 98. They could, they could use DeRozan. But also still what scares me is that in today's, today's NBA, you have to be able to shoot three. DeRozan yeah. really keep, that's, that's not his, that's he's not his style. That's, that's, yeah, so, he's like slasher mid-range, yeah. At, at this point in, De, in DeMar's, DeRozan's career, um, I don't think he should be a first option anymore just because of his play style. Um, the mid-range is kind of dead at this point, and I, I don't think that's something that, you know, if, 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 if he's your star player, I don't know how far that offense is going to go. But I think DeRozan, I think one place that would be really interesting, I think Portland. You can land up in Portland with CJ and Dame and kind of put him, maybe put him at the three and kind of just let him go to work uh, at mid-range. I really like that, but I don't like the idea of him being the number one option on team anymore because mm. I you in my you need to shoot the three ball in today's NBA, especially this year. And if you can't, like the Magic can't, I feel like getting DeRozan is not going to do anything for them. Portland once uh, once Nurkic comes back, they could they might be able to move Whiteside and maybe like a pick or two or someone else and get DeRozan because I think the, that would that would work well because Portland has a lot of shooters. Yeah, and and he would add that you know the inside. Yeah, Greg element to the Greg game. Pop would hate Hassan Whiteside. Oh, he would. Yeah, because yeah. he's I, he's like he's literally the laziest player to ever play. 
Yeah. He would hate Hassan. He, he would get cut immediately. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's why this story to me is interesting because I always saw DeMar DeRozan yeah. as, like, he's a total Spurs guy. Like, that's the oh, one, yeah. who they want in their organization. They don't want any distractions or anything, and he really hasn't done any of that. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it should be interesting to see. No, it's, it's definitely weird because the Spurs, they have literally have not missed the playoffs in 20 years. Can you imagine this team being bad ever? No. So no. getting rid of DeRozan, essentially they're – Put up the white flag, kind of like okay, you know we're 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 accepting kind of a rebuilding, which doesn't make sense. I, I cannot Not see that happening. I, I cannot see that. see that happening. No, they're next year they're gonna draft a guy in like the middle of the second round from like Lithuania, who's gonna be great. Danu Minobly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Janu Minobly. <laughs> <laughs> and then a small point guard from France, Pony, Pony. Tarker. <laughs> Dim, Dim Tunkin. Dim Tunkin. <laughs> from <laughs> fake warist university. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, okay. All right, my favorite storyline so far this year, not really one exact storyline, but just in general, is how much parody there now is in the NBA, where... I, I'm like I'm looking at the standings right now, and obviously there, you know there's favorites to win the conference, and you know you could say the Clippers are probably the favorite to win it all right now, but it's not like it has been the last four years. Even even since LeBron went to Miami, where it was kind of assumed Miami's going to the finals, Miami's going to the finals. It doesn't seem like it's going to stack up like this this year. Where do you, do you guys have a clear cut answer who's going to win the finals this year? Yeah, the no. Warriors. Just kidding. All right, relax. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think who, who's like... going to tell them? <laughs> I think that that's one of the best parts about this is that I feel like fans are going to now pay more attention to the regular season because it's not just the same as it has been where you generally know who's coming out of the East, who's coming out of the West, and there's really no point in watching the regular season, whereas now you have even teams that are pretty young are making an impact, and it's definitely going to be interesting to see like, what's it going to look like at the All-Star break? What's it going to look like going after that? So people are going to need to pay attention in order to get a better idea. So, yeah, I agree to that, too. I think it's also – you see a, we're seeing a different NBA this year, how, you know, like similar to you said, Nolan, in the past, like you know what teams they are, but you also see teams that are almost like – like when the Warriors played last year and you had, like, Durant, KD, Curry, and Clay. Now it seems like everybody's spread out again. And it's like it's like two – like you'll get, like, two superstars on a team or two, 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 and it's – there's so many people now who could go out there and make an impact this season and this regular season, and it's gonna be a it's gonna be a shootout towards the end to see if who can jump the spot in the rankings or, you know, so you you can see some really good like four v five matchups come like the first round of the playoffs yeah. that are gonna be really fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm 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 just excited to have that that balance back in the NBA. Um, it's crazy how much this one off season changed that, you know. So. I th- I think it's just like a lot of. A lot of I think there's just a lot more, like NBA players on average are just getting better. I think. Oh yeah! Oh my God! Yeah. Like, we, e- like definitely since you know, previous decades, but even within the past within the past decade, I feel like players, the average NBA player is better than it was like ten years ago. Yeah. No, I agree. We I we in my speech class, uh, we had we were given speeches last night, and a couple of kids. Um, gave a persuasive speech on who the greatest, greatest basketball player of all time is. Obviously, LeBron or MJ. One kid said LeBron, one kid said Michael Jordan. And that, I mean, do you guys think that... Did you fight the Jordan kid? Are we about to have this debate? <laughs> no, we're not having it right now. <laughs> that, that could be a whole episode within itself. Yeah. Um, wait, what do you got? 
Do we have to get into it? But who's better, LeBron or Jordan? LeBron. I don't even. Know. LeBron. <clears throat> Jordan. I say LeBron. I would say it'd be great if we were uh, split. If we were split, <laughs> we could have a whole podcast on it, or we could just yell at Curtis. All I say for Team one Jordan. <laughs> I'm LeBron. I'm LeBron. Sean, you LeBron. Yeah, I'm LeBron. Give me I a think. week to prep, and I could come in here. Well, no, let's do that. We'll do it. We'll, we'll, I don't, we'll don't want to start. Debate. I don't yes. want to start a discussion here, but this is how I always see it. When you're talking about pure skill, LeBron is better. But if you're talking about, if you want to factor in like achievements and championships and clutchness and stuff like that, I feel like Jordan has the advantage. That's yeah. that's my take on it. I won't get too deep into it, but I think the biggest point in the entire MJ versus LeBron argument is. Uh, like relative talent and relative to their time because obviously you look at LeBron James and who he's facing it's far different but you have to factor in like what what was the NBA relative to their time and um, I mean that's that's a huge factor I think mm-hmm. in that debate so because I'm not exactly I'm just like looking at LeBron and Jordan what they did for a generation like Jordan changed the entire like his the era of basketball like everything like just from looking at his like his brand now the jump man and jordan like that's just it changed the game but that's that's like you said that's a that's a topic for another time though yeah we'll we'll set we'll set that up we'll we'll, we'll get a full uh we'll get boxing gloves and we'll stay here and we'll yeah. talk about lebron jordan for like two hours um <laughs> we'll man our own stations yeah seriously uh it's just gonna be us getting up on curtis the entire time <laughs> i'm down all right sweet 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 Okay. Um, I could take Jordan for the for the memes. All right. Who want to do that? All right. Because the one kid in my class last night, they actually both wanted to do their presentation on LeBron, but the professor asked if one of them wanted to switch to Jordan, just get like another perspective. So the kid did it, um, even though he thought it was LeBron. So it was pretty interesting. All, all right. right. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah. All right. The bridge is being crossed now. Let's get into it. Go. What's your main selling point, Drew? Um, all right. LeBron's the goat. Cool. All right. Um, <laughs> Jordan what? shoe better means Jordan better. <laughs> what you just say? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. All right. But who's a better gambler? Jordan. Allen Iverson. <laughs> He's the <laughs> best gambler of all time. Unfortunately. All right. Okay. Next topic. So the NBA kind of, kind of like we just said the talent has gotten better and better so much over the years, and we're kind of seeing an influx of that right now with Trey Young and Luca. Um, who are some other young guys that don't, don't have to be rookies, maybe just young guys around the league that you guys have been really impressed with? Um, other, other than Luka and Trey Young, guys like, I'd say like Jaron Jackson Jr. out yeah. of Memphis. Obviously, obviously the rookies like Ja and R.J. Barrett have been playing well. Um, and even guys in their third year, like I, I believe, right, Donovan Mitchell, he's in his third year. He's fourth, I think. No, I, I think it's, I think he's in his third. Yeah, he, he's definitely in his third year. Um, <laughs> but stop yelling at me. He's in his third year. Um, he is in his third year. Yeah, that's right. I know my facts. Oh my gosh, leave me alone. But also like Jason Tatum, guys like that. Ben Simmons, obviously. <clears throat> they they pretty much just come into the league and really had no little to no growing pains. Uh, well, besides Ben Simmons and his three-pointer, but that's a whole nother conversation. Actually, I want to pose that question. Okay. Um, ben Simmons, what is he worthy? Looking back on it now, is he worthy of that 
first overall pick and all that hype surrounding him. Who was in that draft class? Yes. I would Donovan say yes. Mitchell, uh, Tatum. Right, yeah, Tatum. Yeah, just, yeah. I would say he's still the best player but in that class. I think but if Donovan you look, Mitchell was the year after because he got undercut by Simmons for the rookie of the year. That's right. The quote unquote. Oh, oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Simmons well, is technically yeah, Simmons in his fourth is year. Draft, yeah, yeah, but his third year playing. Yeah. yeah, but no, I mean, if you look at it though, he hasn't really improved in over three years. It, rookie year, fifteen points, uh, eight assists, uh, eight rebounds. Last year, sixteen point nine points. Seven assists, eight rebounds, all-star appearance. This year, he's actually gone down. 13 points, six assists, five rebounds. I get it. We're only 10 games in. But um, I feel like he, he has not improved, really. I feel like a lot of that has to do with, especially a couple years ago when he entered the league, I just think the 76ers' entire organization just did not really know how to handle a young guy's development, and I think they expected a lot of him out of the gate, and they – I feel like thought that his game was polished already enough to where he could just come in and start making an immediate impact. And I have a feeling, I mean, this is not on any facts, but I would just assume that they kind of focus more on what he was able to do in his first couple years rather than getting him steadily to grow. Like Brandon Ingram has done that. Um, every year since Giannis obviously has been in the league, it's been like a steady development. So... I kind of wonder how much of it is like the mistreatment of the organization. Yeah, I was, I was like, I, I don't think him and Embiid work well together at, at all. Um, I don't, no. I don't think, I don't think that that's a good um, teammate pair, I suppose. And you know, I, I, I do wonder if, if Embiid's not there because Ben Simmons, not even trying to dog him, he can only score down low. Yeah, he has mm-hmm. no jumper whatsoever. And when you got Embiid down there, seven foot, fifty-seven behemoth. He's clogging the lane every single time. Mm. So Ben Simmons, maybe he would be averaging 20 a game if um, maybe he had a more uh, um, catch-and-shoot big man or something like that. Um, so, so someone down low that's not just clogging the lane every single time and drawing so much attention because he can't really get down there um, as much. So I don't know. The, the thing is with him is that there really isn't much that he can improve on other than his jump shot like his passing is great he's his rebounding is great his defense is great right now he's leading league in steals right now 2.9 yeah and i mean it's stayed pretty much those have stayed pretty much the same throughout his career but also his jumper has but i think it's still too early in ben simmons career that you can't you can you you can uh you can't like it say oh he'll never develop a jumper because you can't you can teach a jumper you can't teach size you can't teach vision you know court vision and stuff like that so i still i still have hope that he can improve maybe hey you, you saw him hit that three in preseason maybe he's just saving up the three balls in the playoffs tristan, <laughs> tristan thompson i saw that has hit more threes at um i don't know i forget the phillies arena whatever it is um, he Joe Thompson has hit more three. Oh, the Wells Fargo Center. He has hit more threes at the Wells Fargo Center than Ben Simmons has, and Tristan hit two last night. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Isn't that crazy? He's been working on it. Did you Did you see that play where <laughs> Tristan brought the ball up behind the back twice and then just heaved it from like <laughs> the parking lot? Yeah, there was like ten seconds left <laughs> underhand. On the shot. Yeah, there was like ten seconds left on the shot clock. Uh, Philly tapped the ball back into the back court, so Tristan got it. 
the shot clock went winding down. There's like four seconds left. He's just like going between the legs behind the back, trying to like juke out Ben Simmons. Literally four seconds left on the shot clock. He finally gets past Ben Simmons at half court. Again, four seconds left on the shot clock. Just just yeets a half court shot. <laughs> hits off the back of the backboard. I'm so what? <laughs> it was so funny. But um, Oops. super Tristan. Yeah, seriously, Tristan. He hits two threes. You gotta relax. <laughs> yeah, relax. He hit two threes. He's feeling himself, dude. Yeah, he just went. Started going off. Tristan Curry over here. All right. Any other players you guys want to specifically yeah. highlight? Oh, we're gonna go Sean around when you talk. No, you can go right. ahead. I say I want to talk about last night specifically. It's um, a tough one. Kobe White <laughs> dropping mm. twenty-seven in the fourth quarter, and he was he hit seven three pointers. Yeah, that's crazy. Go that was against the Knicks, wasn't it? <sighs> yeah. Drew's <laughs> <laughs> like when you put it that way. But no, that was a great performance by the young kid though. Um and I, we talked about Tyler Hero last week too. Yeah. I think I think this this could wind up being one of the best rookie classes in the last decade. Oh yeah. yeah. Just also coming guys, in right away into the league and just playing. Yeah, with John Morant, RJ Barrett, mm-hmm. Zion whenever he gets back. I'm really I really like Rui Hachimura too in Washington. Rui PJ Washington? Yeah. Tyler Hero, he's been, Kobe White. He's been great for Charlotte. I think it's the first time I mentioned Zion on this podcast yet. That's crazy. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I, who who would have thunk? Mm-hmm. I don't really have a specific guy that I was going to point out, but I guess the more general thing is that they're really expecting all these teams. They're putting a lot on these rookies. They're playing them for a lot of minutes. Like, for example, John Morant plays 27.1 minutes a game, which is not an absurd number, but for a rookie, that's, a lot. that's like beginning to become the average of what they expect out of rookies to always be on the court, always making an impact. And just young guys like Trey Young, Luca. I mean, they're playing a lot of minutes where I feel like many years ago they really just expected very little out of rookies. And now it's like you get into the league, you better be making an impact. So, Or you might – like Buddy Heald in New Orleans. He didn't have a great rookie year. Yeah. yeah. They, they, New Orleans moved on from him quick. He goes to Sacramento starts having a breakout year. That's also, I think, why LeBron never really wanted rookies or young guys because they didn't really make that big of an impact and they didn't have all the responsibility, whereas now I don't see why you wouldn't want a guy like John Morant or even Zion on your team to make an immediate impact. Mm. And, I mean, we haven't even seen Zion, but I'm pretty sure we can assume they're going to be putting a lot. Oh, immediately. Oh, yeah. And I think – and again, I – I think Zion's going to be a bust, not because he's a bad player, but because I think he his in, his health is too shoddy. Um, he's already been hurt what two, three times since he got hurt in summer league. Yeah, he yeah. got hurt in preseason and got hurt one of the last games of preseason, mm, and now right. he's been out. So I think I don't think Zion's going to ever live up to the hype because I don't think he's ever going to stay healthy. And even when, well, it's going to be a big uh, big test to see, I guess, how well run the Pelicans organization is. When Zion comes back, he should be playing 15 to 20 minutes right a game. Away. Oh yeah, when he's, right yeah. out the gate, you gotta come out and start playing. Yeah, yeah, but he he should not be he should not be putting in crazy minutes. None of that. You have to, especially with a guy like him and his body, you cannot overexert him so early on in his rookie year. You have to pace it out at least for that first month or two. And, and if, if they don't, then I think it's also important for a smaller market organization like New Orleans. You can't listen to all the pressure. And make that decide what's gonna like how you're gonna manage your players because I feel like a lot of people in New Orleans and a lot of people across the country just expect Zion to come out right away, play all these minutes, make a huge impact, which he should have that pressure on him. But 
you got to wonder, is New Orleans going to be making their decisions because of the fans and the noise, or are they doing what's best for Zion in his whole career? Yeah. Exactly, and, and I think that's the toughest part for uh, for those organizations to handle is – they it, it's very easy for a team to ruin young careers by just making these these little small vital mistakes, you know, playing Zion thirty five minutes a game instead of twenty four. Right? Mm. Markel Fultz. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, um, and also, yeah, just go off the the whole. There's so much pressure upon rookies. Darius Garland of the Cavs. He, he he's 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 gone off to a shaky start. You know, he's you can see from his game he's got a lot of potential that he's going to be uh, a very good scorer in this league. But right now he's not there. He's only 19 years old. So right now he's averaging eight eight point six points a game. If you go on Twitter underneath like you know Cavs tweets, Cavs fans are already saying, "Oh, Garland can't play. He's awful." But it's like he's 19 years old. Right. So that, yeah. It, 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 also, yeah. point guards are probably the hardest position to develop uh, in the NBA right now. Yeah, I mean, there's also a lot of good ones, too. Yeah. So if you're a point guard and you're coming to the league, um, I remember there was a stretch last year where Colin Sexton was going up against, he like, back-to-back nights, like Russell Westbrook, Steph Curry, and I forget who the other one was. <laughs> Everyone was. But, like, yeah, but, like, you're you're going against top-tier talent at every position every game you play as a point guard. Yeah, like, if you go around the NBA, barring no injuries, you're, you're n- very rarely going to find, like, a scru- an absolute scrub that yeah. is starting yeah. at the point guard. Usually yeah. it's ab- above average. Yeah. I think that that's something that Lonzo Ball kind of, I wouldn't say suffered from, but was impacted by, was he had an enormous amount Patrick of pressure Beverly. on oh, him. And he really, his rookie year, people expected him to be this lights-out shooter playing all these minutes, but he's really not a bad player. But when you want to like benchmark him to what people expected him, especially – in Los Angeles, probably the biggest market in the NBA. I mean, he kind of was also compared to Kuzma in that way. And he's really not that bad. He's a reliable, like, facilitator. But he had a ton, a ton of pressure put on him. Yeah, Lonzo in L.A. was a failure waiting to happen just because probably the biggest market in the NBA, like you said, and LeVar yeah, His dad well. surely did not help anything hey, LeVar did not help his case whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Maybe LeVar got uh, – maybe he gets his kids' names out there, but the pressure he puts on them just by talking about them all the time, just by, literally by being alive at this point, is is something that I don't think Lonzo's been able to live up to. Again, Lonzo's not a bad player. He's not going to have a bad career. But now everyone is going to think of him as a bust because when coming out of college, everyone's like, oh, Lonzo Ball, you're supposed to be great. Like – Everyone said your dad's been saying it. Your dad won't shut up about yeah. it. Like you better be amazing. And when they're not, even you know, if Lon- if Lonzo, his peak might be fifteen points a game, eight assists, five rebounds. And that's great. That, that those aren't bad numbers. That could be a very reliable third option on a championship contender. Yeah, if but he- he's never going to be that. In my opinion, that number one overall pick that was supposed to be a transcendent player. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, Lavar. Exploits his kids for money, but that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think also, I think also, I could yeah, I could see that too. But I was gonna say also for, especially for like Lamelo Ball, who's coming into the draft next year, and there's so there's a lot of talk about him too being a good player. Like I feel like most people are at the point now where just like, dear God, please do not let my team draft Lamelo Ball because I do not want to deal. I don't want to hear Lavar Ball talk ever again. And it's like I feel like that might be the one thing that holds him back from being the number one pick. Yeah, his dad. His dad talks heard any, so I, much talk. Yeah, I haven't heard anything from him in a while, though. He's That's true. Of, he's been quiet. Too quiet. To. Yeah. Also, before we get into our, our uh, <laughs> game of the week picks, 
uh, I just want to say, so you know how Basketball Reference has the nicknames for every player? Yeah. So I didn't know this. So Ben Simmons' nicknames are Fresh Prince, which is kind of funny. I like that. That's cool. Because Philly. Uh, yeah. Benny. <laughs> the Yank. Big Ben. And the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> The Wizard of Oz. I don't think I've ever heard any of those nicknames actually be used. I've heard Big Ben. The Wizard of Oz. I thought that was absolutely Did hilarious. Ben Simmons just write that article to get his nicknames <laughs> pushed out there? Yeah. Huh? Like, He's like, when, I'm really feeling these. Put I, these down. I, I, like I, when I, Paul I, George changes number to 13 and then says, all right, I'm PG-13 now. Like, all right, Paul, yeah. Yeah. calm down, brother. Sick, dude. Paul, calm down. All right. LeBron's nicknames, uh, King James, obviously, LBJ, Chosen One, Bron Bron, which I call him that a lot. The Akron Hammer. Never heard that one. In my Never heard life. that. L Train. I've heard L Train. Get, li- listen to this one. The Little Emperor. Who has ever called LeBron James the Little Emperor? Is that supposed to be Bronny James Jr.? I don't think so. Because he's going to have some great nicknames yeah. regardless of how he is. I don't even know. The, the, the Junior King? I don't know. What does his name be? The Prince. Prince. The Whopper. Yeah. The, the Whopper Junior. <laughs> Get like Burger King and Whopper Jr. <laughs> I, I, I got the joke. Uh, I'm, I'm going to look up some more real quick before we actually start talking about productive things. Kevin I, Durant. Yeah, I was about to say, I bet Kevin Durant has some oh. funny ones. Okay, well, Kevin Durant just, they just didn't. <coughs> oh, Durantula. Okay, yeah, KD, Slim yeah. Reaper, Slim The Reaper. Servant. Yeah, what could have I've never heard the Servant. The Servant. I've never heard of that. Green Room. I remember KD oh, was super against people calling him the Slim Reaper. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. Probably. I like cool names. I think it's kind of sick. He's very sensitive. So, yeah. <laughs> but if you would have embraced the Slim Reaper, like that's, that could have been everywhere. That's oh, I know. So, yeah, right. t-shirts. That's right. so sick. All right, Steph Curry yes. is Steph. Yep. Babyface assassin. assassin. I love that. <laughs> yep. That's a good one. Chef Curry, yep. the Human Torch. I have heard that before. Mm-hmm. Threesis. Who <laughs> who comes? I've up heard with that before. Have actually, you really? Threesis. No way. Yeah. All right, I'll look at some more. All right, Kyrie Irving, Uncle Drew, and yep. the Ankle Taker. Is that instead Uncle of the Drew? Undertaker? Is that a new one? <laughs> the Ankle Taker. I've never heard. I've never heard me call uh. Uncle Drew. Are you sure? No, I'm just okay, kidding. Okay, I'm gonna say James Harden. It's, it's me. The beard and El Chapo. What? <laughs> Excuse me. Who ever called El Chapo? Dude. All right, Anthony Davis. Unibrow, the brow, AD, Fat Man. <laughs> what? With a PH. Nah. <laughs> Fat Man. What? Luca Dunn. Wonder Boy, probably. Maybe. Chosen uh, one. Matador. Mm. Cool Hand. <laughs> the Don. The Don? Wonder the- Boy. Oh, what a swaggy L. Ew, oh, that's horrible. Boo. <laughs> that's awful. All right, g- all right, give me one more. Give me one more. Uh, Someone thought a name. I don't know. Joel Embiid. Ooh, JoJo. All right. Crybaby? No. <laughs> oh, it's just JoJo in the process. All right, one more. One more. I want to oh, think of one that's like that's just really stupid. Kemba Walker. <laughs> he might uh, just have some generic ones. I don't know. Maybe he's got something. What was Porzingis? Some about he doesn't have unicorn. He doesn't even have unicorn, unicorn. Right? He used to be the unicorn. Yeah, the unicorn. Yeah. I feel like a lot of foreign guys would. Yeah, you, you gotta find like a popular player who would just probably have a ton. Russ. Yeah. Brody. The Brody Russ Beastbrook. I've Beast never Brooke. heard of I mean, Chris, Paul. Kawhi, Chris Paul. Kawhi. Chris Paul. Kawhi. Like Boardman. <laughs> the, uh, claw. the Claw. The Claw. Quiet. Fun, fun guy. <laughs> Quiet when he's on a bad night. Chris Paul. Oh, jeez. All right. CP3, the point god. Dude, who? The skate instructor. What? <laughs> what? 
That's a good it's one. Like huh? an inside joke. Or yeah. Something. It's God. All steak guy. All right. See, Kawhi's all makes sense. It's the claw, <laughs> board man, fun guy, the hand, and those the, are the Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Terminator. <laughs> those, are, those are actually all hilarious. Those are all good. Those are all so funny. <laughs> board right, man George. and fun guy. PG-13, Young Trace, Batman, Playoff P. Playoff P is actually Playoff sick. P. That's Playoff just sick. P. All right. One more. One more. I promise. Let's go Damian Lillard. <laughs> Logo Lillard. Spinoff. You could do a whole segment based on uh, alter egos of players. Like mm. Untucked Kyrie. Untucked Kyrie. Um, Hoodie Mellow. Hoodie Mellow. Yeah. China Clay. I love that. <laughs> um, the Mask LeBron. Yes. Ooh. We should do that. Yeah. We're in rank Cut up. that We're part and we'll save it for another yeah. part. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, uh, write that down. <laughs> All right, and we're back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dame Lillard is Dame, Big Game Dame, Sub-Zero, Logo Lillard. Those are pretty sick. Those are pretty sick. Sub-Zero. All right, one more. Okay, honestly, one more. Like, can, one we more. Put a, can we put a poll up on Twitter? Of like or like put like a thing out so like people like write in like all of like the ultra ego things and I'm like I'm gonna I'll, I'll make a bracket then of who. Oh, we I like that. And then yeah. the vote. And no, and we'll do it. Yeah, we'll, no, yeah, we'll, do, we'll, Jokic. we'll do it here. We'll do it here. Do yeah. Jokic. All right, let's do it. I'm I'm so down. Let's do that. Okay. Nikolai Jokic. He is Joker and Big Honey. <laughs> Big Honey. <laughs> Big Honey. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, yeah. fine. One more. Okay. Kevin Love. Well, I'll try Donovan Mitchell, and then we'll go Giannis, and then that'll, that'll be it. Okay. Oh, no Kevin Love. It's just Spider and Spider. That's weak. Yeah. All right, Giannis is the Greek freak in the alphabet. The al- <laughs> What's Kevin Love's? I feel, like he, I feel like he'd have like a weird one. I feel like. Probably not, but. Oh, I got to. No, hold on. He's he has no nickname. Damn. Didn't Ginobili have some? I feel like he had a couple. I maybe. Kevin Garnett might have the best nickname of all time though. Big ticket. The big ticket. Yeah. yeah big yeah. ticket. Mm-hmm. We, should do, we, should, we, we should we should do that too. Um, do the one with the alter egos, then do one with just best nicknames. Best nicknames. And, I like that. And the young guy. We could combine that. Uh, which one? Did you, who, who just had some? Yeah, I think uh, like the whole Spurs team from a couple years ago. They had a bunch of nicknames. Yeah. Um, we'll get into that next time. Um, cause we're gonna do a whole smooth. Cause we're gonna we're, we're gonna do a whole seamless. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're gonna do it next time. So, um, let so we're 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 gonna do this thing now where we have. I'm not telling you yet. We'll, we'll get into it. It's a surprise. It's a, su- it's a surprise. <laughs> that, next week. Yeah. yeah, seriously. All right. You'll find out. But okay, let's get into our game of the week picks. Uh, Drew, start. Uh, my game of the week is Friday night, November 15th. Friday Spur- the 13th. 15th. Uh, Spurs at Magic. I feel like they're a pretty evenly matched team. They're both kind of in the middle of the pack of the NBA. Um, they both got... A lot of good pieces. I think they'll match up well. So, yeah. Spurs at Magic. We'll go down the wire. I'm going to okay. pick the Magic because they're at home. All right, Kurt, go. I'm going. Best game tonight, Clippers versus Rockets in Houston. Toyota Center, baby. 7.30 tip-off. That's live, tonight? Yep, from ESPN. BYOB. Yep. Bring your own ball. As I say, bring your own basketball. Um, bring around edibles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. waiters. Um, bring, he's got bring, a ten game suspension. Bring your own Bible. I'm going with. You know what? I'm I'm going with the Rockets in this. Oh wait, wait, come on. Is this Chris Paul's ret- or not Chris Paul? Is this uh, Paul George's return? 
I believe. No, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night? He's playing okay. tomorrow oh. night against the Pelicans. I'm going Rockets on tonight. Um, Rocket man. <laughs> my pick is going to be Sunday, November 17th, Hawks at Lakers. Ooh. Um, not, like, the Hawks are not super good team, but I think they can actually. They're fun to they watch. They compete. Yeah, like, they yeah. they have some pretty interesting, like, stories, I guess, especially with Trey Young. Uh, he put up, like, 42 points last night. And I'm not super confident that the Lakers are going to keep winning consistently. So I'm going to actually Ooh. go with Hawks in that game with the upset, upset watch on the road. Um, I think it's just going to be a good game to watch and hopefully be exciting. Trey Young is so fun to watch. Yeah, he is. He is. He's just. I, I, th- I think Atlanta's at least a year away still. Because, oh, yeah. like, John Collins – um, oh yeah, he got suspended got twenty-five suspended, games yeah. for. But you know, Trey Young, PD's John Collins, I like Kevin Herter, DeAndre Hunter, um, Reddish. Yeah, I, that that team is gonna be good in a few years. I honestly didn't think they would be this far along. Actually, I, I kind of expect either. them to be down at the bottom for a couple years to come. Yeah. So, my game of the week, also the Atlanta Hawks, because they're they're a lot of fun to watch. They are. Mm-hmm. I, um, I love watching Trey Young. Uh, the Showtime Hawks. Showtime. Yeah. So what's what's today? Today's Wednesday. Wednesday the 13th. 13th. Yep. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Tomorrow night, Hawks at the Phoenix Suns. The Suns have um, gone off to a very hot start. They're 6-4 in the year so far. Devin Booker has been looking like an MVP candidate, even with the, uh, without DeAndre Ayton, Ayton, who's missed all but one game so far this season because of uh, PED suspension. Um, Again, don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, seriously. Don't do them. All right, but I'm taking – I'm going to take Phoenix in this game. Um, I think that this is a really good matchup again. Of just you know, I know Devin Booker is not not a second year. What is he fourth, third, fourth year? Fourth year, I think. Four, fourth or fifth, yeah. actually. So he, uh, he's, he, he's been league for some time now, but um, he's still one of the younger guys in the league. Uh, I really look for him to start breaking out in the next couple of years again to being that kind of MVP kind of guy. And then obviously the rising star in Trey Young. So this is gonna be a really good game. Honestly, this is gonna be like 145 to 140. This means no defense <laughs> played. But I'm gonna take Phoenix at. Home. It's crazy to think that Devin Booker will have a breakout year soon. It's, it's just because yeah. he's been so like under the radar because he's been in a bad Phoenix team, and now they're yeah. finally playing well. He um, just he gets buckets. Yeah, that's all. He's a certified bucket getter. Yeah, I feel bad for him actually. He's yeah, I thought we were, I thought we were starting the we? I thought we were gonna start the free Devin Booker uh, like hype train this year, but. They haven't looked horrible. Honestly, I don't even know. The Suns haven't really been a bad organization, but they have not gotten the luck that they needed, especially with, like, Zion. They kind of got yeah. a little yeah. bit screwed over there. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't know if you want to call the DeAndre Hayden thing luck or just poor management, but I think they're still going forward just fine. I think they just need a little bit of luck, honestly. Yeah. Andrew Luck. Hmm. But also, I just want to say real quick. Um, Captain Andrew Lux, the best Twitter account on Twitter. It was. You cannot tell it me was. otherwise. That was the best Twitter account. John, the false Gruden. Yeah, false Gruden was good. The false Gruden. But the false Gruden one was great. Um, or, uh, before he became a head coach again, when it was just like when he was just yeah. like a broadcast yeah. guy, they were hilarious. <laughs> or Barry. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> you know that guy. Is Sports talk. Sexy. Harry. No, no. Sexy true lover. Yeah, sexy true lover. <laughs> that's the oh, best. There's that's so a, many controversial yeah. ones. Yeah, that's the best alter ego. Y'all know what but we're talking about. I just wanted to say real quick before uh, we finish. Uh, tomorrow, also, uh, Porzingis makes his return to Madison Square Garden. Mm. The unicorn returns. That's gonna be a great time watching the Knicks get destroyed <laughs> at home. Uh, they, they, they beat the Mavs last week, didn't they? 
Yeah, they beat the Mavs in Dallas. That's true. But we got a bunch of injuries. Did we get beat down a couple days later? I don't know. Yeah, they lost by like 20 to the Cavs. We yeah. just lost to that, that the Bulls by 18. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. They're still semi-fun to watch. Like, <laughs> just got because married. of their young guys. Yeah, yeah, I don't married, know. Like, we might have to bust I out the... I would tune in we a might, uh, if we keep playing this way, we might have to bust out the brown paper bags again. Yikes. <laughs> Not a lot of hope. No. For the uh, well, since this right. podcast went out on a very wow. happy note. <laughs> 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 all right. But that is all we have for this week's episode. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at RealGriffCast. Not only... Whoa. I just completely forgot my intro that I always said. Your outro? Oh, Maybe my God. Should, whoa. Maybe we should cut no, the part seamless. where I just totally killed the mood with the oh whole next thing. That, oh was to, that was totally deflating. Dude, yeah. It's, it's That's no, all right. It's November. I got the Wednesday scaries. Um, the, <laughs> the midday blues. The, 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 yeah, the midday blues. Um, all right. Follow us on Twitter, Arrow Griff, Griffcast. More news. Okay, it's not only this podcast, but the rest of our lineup. There we go. Remembered it. Um, yeah. For Sean Kennelly, Chris Petschke, and Drew Laurel, my name is Owen Hopkins, and we will see you next time. See ya.